if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. Everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is August the 15th, 2023, and today the topic is God's expectations. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. I hope that you all had a magnificent Monday. Mine was just fine. Um, Mine was rather busy. Um, I ended up recording two episodes of the GSL talk show with two different gentlemen that um, have powerful testimonies and movement that they are embarking on. So hope that you all are able to see those episodes in the future. Because again, amazing guests, amazing conversations. Um, outside of that, your girl had another meeting with a potential marketing person and... Um, it went well, you know, um, we just got a little, pray, pray for more blessings, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm um, grateful to get the feedback that we received as well as, you know, some tips and things like that. And so I'm grateful and I'm definitely keeping that in my heart and mind. Um, outside of that yesterday, uh, I had a couple conversations and whatnot. I know my mom gave me an update about her and her ministry, great things happening. Um, you guys can... Check her out at Inspirational Outreach and everything like that. Much, much more information to come. But I'm excited to hear about the things that she is doing. And, um, yeah, I did a check-in. You know, I do usually do a Monday check-in with my friends. And, you know, we did that and whatnot. And sounds like some good things are happening um, with her, for her, and through her as well. So, so God be the glory, y'all. Um that's what my Monday looked like in a nutshell. And so here I am Tuesday morning to give us all the juice, right? Um, what got me to this topic today? Well, uh, I guess a few things. I mean, I listened to the prayer meditation. I woke up at the sound of my alarm. Like nothing in that kind of was the inspiration per se. Um Basically, um, after I listened to the prayer meditation and um, I think I, I scrolled on social media a little bit before I got started with my prayer meditation and stuff. And um, I did come across something that made me kind of be like, but then on the flip side, you know, I'm like, okay. Um, see, I'm not the type of person that's going to argue with you on social media. Like, you know, at the end of the day. People got their own pages. You can post whatever you want to post, X, Y, and Z, right? Um, very seldom will I, you know, contribute to something that I don't necessarily agree with, X, Y, and Z. Now, unless the Lord leads me to say something, right? Um, I didn't necessarily feel led to comment on what I saw, but basically um, someone was asking the question, 
I guess trying to be, I don't know, facetious as they say, asking the question like, how am I going to burn in hell if I don't have flesh? My response or the only thing that was in my head when I read that was like, well, I don't want to find out, you know, how that's going to work. You know, honestly, me personally. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's just very interesting, like when people say and do and post and stuff like that. And then the people that just gravitate to that and then be like, yeah, you know, X, Y and Z. And it's like, so instead of reading the Bible for yourself and getting the wisdom, right, you you want to. I guess take somebody else's point of view or whatever the case is and and make that your your soapbox moment, you know. Um but anywho. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't want to find out. I mean, I believe that the Bible's very descriptive in regards to, you know, um what that's going to look like X Y and Z. But again, I don't want to go. Like I don't know why we I guess that was another thing that kind of made me think today because obviously I've seen, you know, some different people post about like our generation seems to be like the most comfortable generation with going to hell. Like they, it's like they don't care one way or the other. Um, now on one hand, that's no surprise because the Bible tells us that, you know, uh, latter generations will be lovers of ourselves, things of that nature. And that sounds like us. I mean, <laughs> um, Maybe it sounds like, you know, generations before us as well. And I think as I did like a deep dive today, um, basically I was looking into a lot of different ideas. And um, one of those things that did cross my mind again is that, that there's nothing new under the sun. Like all of this has already been done. Um, I know at some point I started to just kind of think about like the, the past, the present and the future. I was like, because people question all of it like people even question what we are experiencing now and then they it, they question what has been documented about history and then well certain parts it's, i guess specifically when it comes to bible you question that part <laughs> but you don't question any other part right and then obviously people question the future and everything like that and so it's just like that was on my mind at some point and so as i went into a deep dive about that um obviously i guess i got led back to the beginning um when it talked, you know, when I ended up reading some articles, um, you know, go, gotquestions.org, read a few articles. Um, one of them was centered around like, uh, how did it, what was the name of it? I can't remember at the moment, y'all. But basically, it was something along the lines that pretty much led me to, um, oh, it was talking about why did, um, why did, why am I paying for the sin that Adam committed, basically? Um, it said it in a better way than that, but that's that's my paraphrased version of what it said, or, or the title of it. Um, and it was an interesting read, because, uh, you know, again, I think a lot of us probably ask those questions. It's like, well, he the one that sinned, not me, you know, and I'm I'm paying for the sin. Um, but the interesting thing is that in the, car, in the article, like, the, I guess the main thing that stood out to me in that particular one was this idea of understanding that, you know, what he did represents all of us. Like, even if it was me or you or anybody, any of us that are in the pre, you know, the this generation now, we would have did the same thing, um, basically, according to um, that answer, as well as, I guess, obviously, biblical inspiration. Um, and that was interesting. But here's another thing um, that I wanted to share with y'all. Like, so... This morning, I think, I don't know if it was right after the prayer meditation, 
it was something. As I was asking all these questions about the past and present and future and, you know, why this, why that, X, Y, and Z. Um, at some point this morning, unfortunately, I can't remember exactly when the point was. But at some point this morning, I asked a question that I don't know if I ever really asked before. And I think that is one thing that kind of made me go deeper into looking about into this concept of death and whatnot. Um, and the question that I asked was, or that I asked the Lord this morning was why did he take my father um now granted i know my mom so uh you know she said that she had a dream before she was married like i guess like when she was in her teenage years about um you know not knowing i guess obviously that her first husband would die but she had a dream that basically the, the anyway she had to tell her own dream because I don't want to sit here and try to be paraphrasing and, and making something up. But she had a dream of a basically a similar situation where stuff, something happened to her first husband in the dream or her husband in the dream. And then um, whatever the case is. Now, um, obviously, I'm sure God didn't like reveal to her that her husband would die because then she probably would have never gotten married. And therefore, I would never be here. <laughs> Um, things like that. I mean, I, I'm sure that's why God doesn't like reveal everything to us, um, about like our life. Right. But, um, I don't know if I ever asked that. I mean, I think I've wondered throughout life, like, you know, oh, cause even with recently, right. I think I shared with you guys here on the juice. Um, but it's definitely something I thought about over the past few weeks or whatever. Um, I think I shared with you guys about the land and different things like that. And I'm like, would I have rather had my father versus the land? I think I would have. <laughs> you know, um, just to get to know him and things of that nature. Um, you know, and I do wonder like what would life have been like with him being here? Um, and things like that. But I mean, I guess I just, when reflecting on it, I guess the thing that I find peace with the situation, um, even though I feel like I was trying to ask, ask the question and I was trying to look up answers in regards to just death in general. Cause I mean, I'm sure I'm not going to find the, the clear answer to why my father died, you know, and things of that nature in particular. But, um, you know, I do have a general understanding of why death happens in regards to, obviously it goes back to the fall X, Y, and Z. Um, and then granted, I, I mean, who knows? I probably wouldn't even be here doing this right now if he was here, you know, because um, I don't, who, who knows? Maybe, you know, the encounter with the babysitter never would have happened if he was here or just all the different things that has happened in my life. I know, for example, maybe my sister wouldn't even be here, obviously, if my if my dad had, uh, you know, lived or, you know, so there's a lot of factors, right, um, and things. And maybe his work was just done. Like his, his life and work was probably just done. Um, at the time, whatever the case is, who knows? Obviously, God knows all. Um, but I'm just saying, that question crossed my mind this morning, and that led me to get into, I guess, this deep dive about death and, and things of that nature. Just like, why do we die in general? Um, even though, you know, obviously the Bible tells us about life after death and that this is only, like, one aspect of life and things of that nature. Um, but anywho... Like I said, all these things <laughs> I was looking into this morning. And then basically, um, at some point, I went to GodQuestions.org and I came across this article that was just like, all not all of the questions in the Bibles, but uh, in the Bible, but like a lot of the important questions that took place in the Bible. 
And obviously the first question was, you know, the snake tempting Eve, like, did God really say, um, or whatever. And it just kind of went from there talking about different questions that was asked. And while I was reading one of those, um, I can't remember exactly which one, um, one of the responses had the word expectations in it and it really just stood out to me. And so I decided to uh, go deeper about this idea of expectations because it brought me back to, again, the things this morning that I saw, these questions, X, Y, and Z that I had, maybe even about my father, all these different things. It's like, we go through life, we have all these expectations, right? We like, we have expectations of God and we have expectations of each other or we have expectations of ourselves and things of that nature. Like, you know, again, when you get married, you don't expect that you're going to lose your spouse, right? You, you, get, you know, when you have a child and maybe that as well, like you don't, you know, when it comes to people that have babies that pass and things of that nature, you don't expect, right, that to happen. Like usually, uh, oh man, unfortunately, I just... This thing I saw last week just came in to my heart and mind. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I came across this um, article. Again, I didn't read the entire thing, but it was talking about how apparently a, ba uh, a lady was giving birth to her uh, child. And um, I guess the doctor must have pulled the baby's head so hard that it decapitated the baby um, and things of that nature. That happened here in Georgia, apparently. Um and obviously, you know, um, those that know the birth story of NJ, um, you know, I can't do nothing but think about that. You know, not that it was, to my knowledge, anything like that. But what I'm saying is that, you know, um, I know my mom tells the story better than me. <laughs> but basically, she talks about how, um, like, at some point, NJ just only had his head out. <laughs> and he was looking around at everybody, apparently, <laughs> and things like that. So I can't imagine, right, um you know, that happening and things like that. And, and that's not the expectation, right? When you're giving birth, you're not expecting, right, your child to be decapitated. You know what I mean? You expected to have your uh, healthy baby, you know, at the end of giving birth, X, Y, and Z. Things of that nature, right? And, and so, uh, you know, we can ask the questions. Uh, there's nothing wrong with asking the questions about, you know, I expected this or I expected that. But I just think it just gets very interesting when we go so hard, right? And we're like, thinking we know better than God, right? And so I went deeper, right? I went, went deeper into this idea of looking into expectations. And as I was looking into it, I felt like I wasn't, I, I looked at the verses and stuff. I was like, okay, these are okay. But I feel like it's not tapping into what I'm, what I'm tapping into. Like, I feel like you downloaded something to me, Lord, um, in regards to this whole expectations thing. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel like something's missing. So I decided to Google. I went to Google. I just went like, uh, I think I typed in Bible expectations. Um, I can't remember what else I typed, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to give y'all the play-by-play -play of what, what got me here. So just in case y'all study, y'all be trying to figure out stuff about how you want to look deeper into anything. But anyway, um, something like that. And then I came across this blog written by Trisha Timberell. T-E-M-B-R-E-U-L-L. -L. And the article is called How to Be Centered on God's Expectations Rather Than the Expectations of Others. And as I was reading that, y'all, it just really, there was a lot of moments where I felt like she just really dropped 
some gems and, and then some things that I had to just pause and be like, you know what, Lord, see, that's what I be talking about, X, Y, and Z. Um, I was going to write down all the key things that she said that really just resonated with me, but I didn't. I didn't. Um, you know, so you guys, that's going to be in the Go Deeper section if you feel led to read it. Um, then by all means, check it out. But what I do have for you all is a definition as well as some verses. So let's get into it, all right? So the uh, definition of expectation says a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. <sighs> all right. Expectations, y'all. Like, again, like I said, we, we have all these expectations of God, each other, ourselves, all this type of stuff. And I love that article because, again, it just definitely doubled down on the things that God was downloading to me this morning. But, again, it seems like it was more important for me to focus on this idea of God's expectations. So, let's get into it. I'm going to share these verses. These what stood out to me. Matthew 24 and 35 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Um, I know we can go deeper about this because, I mean, we can, you know... Figure out what that is, right? What is the words of God that will not pass away? I mean, obviously, you know, again, that's a deep topic, right? Because the whole Bible is a lot of words <laughs> and everything like that. And then we can still have all the questions about that. However, again, um, if we're going to focus on God's expectations, he's it, it, like all of this is working towards an expected end. The Bible says that, you know, um, Therefore, if we're going to believe it, right, then we should be, I guess, expecting the things that are in written in Revelations. You know what I mean? We should be expecting the things that God says about us in our life um, and things of that nature. And so that's one thing to think about. Again, we're talking about God's expectation, not our own and, and not uh, the expectations of others. We're talking about God. So then let's keep going and go to Micah 6 and 8. It says, has he told you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with your God? Like when I read that article this morning, one of the things that kind of stood out to me was remembering that at the end of the day, you know, we're all created for a purpose and individuals and things of that nature. And so a lot of times it's like we're putting expectations on ourselves that God don't put on us. Like at the end of the day, I feel like this verse simplifies it to say like, what does God require of you? But to, again, just these words are saying, do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. At the end of the day, his expectation of us is to, I guess, be disciples and make disciples, you know, like it, that's ultimately the expectation. Like any other other stuff is really not expected for far as I'm understanding, you know, um, but instead, and it led me back, which I, that was not, it was a moment that I had this morning. Cause I was like, you, here we go again. But he was leading me back to this whole idea of coveting y'all. It's like, we looking at somebody else's life and like expecting maybe what they got when at the end of the day, you know, what is for us is for us, you know? And <sighs> Instead of expecting someone else's life and, and all of that, it's like we need to start appreciating our own life. And, and 
again, only expecting the things that God expects of us. Like sometimes, again, this article breaks it down in a much more beautiful way than I'm saying right now. But basically, um, what stood out to me about what was said was basically this concept of understanding that basically like the expectation, right? Uh, that you have of, I guess, looking at someone else's life and expecting that this should be yours or X, Y, and Z. Um, sometimes the reason you don't have what somebody else has got is because you don't need that for your purpose. You don't need that for your mission that God created you for. At the end of the day, like, you know, maybe I don't need X, Y, and Z, right? Because again, God be ha- God has me on a whole different, com- completely different path. We just sat here yesterday talking about um, me being content, right? And here's another crazy thing that happened yesterday. Um, just me being a testimony. Not that I, I don't, I, I feel like the temptation was there for me to covet some situations that I, I came across yesterday. Um, uh, but instead, you know, I still was, you know, standing in my own lane, not mad at the things I was seeing, but I felt like those little temptations was there. For example, I'm watching a show and I recognize an individual on the show. So as somebody that I've worked with in the past and whatnot, now, on one hand, I'm like, oh, that's great that he, you know, he was on this show. That's awesome, you know. Um, but that that there's a temptation there, right, to be like, he's on the show. We ain't worked together. Da da da. You know, all the little things, right, that can come, and, and little thoughts that can come to try to tempt you, right, to to covet after somebody else's life. When at the end of the day, what good would have been for me to be on that show, in in the background, whatever the case is. You know what I mean, like. What, how is that going to build my purpose that God has created me to do? Like, that's the thing. It's like we we coveting and we looking and we expecting to get exactly what somebody else got. And that ain't that ain't the case, basically, is what I'm receiving, y'all. That's not the case at the end of the day. So, um, I guess, again, we need to be focused more so on God's expectations and not our own. Um Let's keep going. We got Genesis 1 and 26. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the the earth. Wait. Over the, excuse me. Over the, sorry about that. Over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over Every creeping thing that creeps on earth. Like, so God is expecting us to have dominions on every creeping thing that is on earth. Like, he's given us this authority. He's given us the power. And and so this is an expectation of the Lord for us. Um, I, I would say alongside of the other things that he told Adam and Eve in the very beginning, you know, be fruitful and multiply, you know, um, obviously when they fall, I guess the expectation is to work for the sweat of your brow and, and all of that type of stuff, you know, um, it goes on beyond that. But, you know, these are the type of expectations that God puts upon us. But instead, we we expect this or that or whatever someone else got or whatever we see. Uh, or God, right? We expect God's authority and all these different things for some reason. And I think that's one of the things that really had me questioning everything today. I just was like, where did that come from? That we think that we should have things our way. Like, what where, where where does that idea come from? And, I mean, ultimately, we know that it came from the enemy, obviously. 
um, with that very first question of, did God really say that? Um, it's just pretty much the same thing in our lives. Did God really say this or that about the future, about the, who we are, about everything? Just It's that same question with every aspect of life. Um, but again, we're focused on God's expectations. So let me give y'all another verse. It's Ephesians 2 and 10. It says, for we are his workmanship created for created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is, again, the expectation of God. He created us for good works so way long time ago so we can walk in them. Now, at the end of the day, we can choose not to walk in them. And that's where we see all the, you know, issues of life because we choose not to walk in the purpose and the gifts and the things that God created us for. Um, for some reason, again, I, I'm just going to, I guess, double down on this and then hopefully let y'all go. We're going to see what the Lord do. But basically, um, there's this concept, again, it's like we minimize our own journey by looking at someone else's journey and, and, and everything like that. Like, it's a, it's... It's okay. Like, I know the Bible tells us about, you know, thinking of others better than ourselves, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I believe that is to keep us humble and things of that nature and keep other people in our hearts and minds because we can get so selfish, right? So I believe that that's where that type of thing comes in. But I don't think we're supposed to be coveting someone else's life and thinking about, well, they got this better than me. This person got that better than me. And so that means that my life and my purpose and my things aren't anything. Like, I think even this whole concept of GSL, right, in the beginning, one of the things that held me accountable with doing this every morning and everything like that was to, to say to myself, you know what? I got to take this as seriously as I would take it if I was hired to be doing this. Like, if I was hired at some big radio station to do a morning show, then I would need to get up every morning and I would need to do it, right? If I wanted to get compensated, right? And so I got to take this just as seriously as any other show blessing opportunity. What God has given you is just as important as somebody else's journey, y'all. So we ain't got to look at somebody else's thing and and, and covet and, and, again, expect somebody else's life for our own life. Like, I mean, using things as inspiration, using things as motivation, cool. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but sometimes, you know, you again, you got to take the meat, spit out the bones. Like, some things is not for you. And again, I think we talked about this last week. Like, some things, like, if you was to go through some of the other, like, the stuff that other people go through, that would probably break you completely. Right? So, God has you going on your own path, to, with your own journey, with your own struggles, with your own issues... And you got your own purpose for good works. And it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. Outside of, like, in regards to, it may have something to do with someone else in regards to, like, blessing someone else. But it doesn't have something to do with someone else in regards to, like, it being for someone else. You see what I'm saying? Like, in regard, how can I say it, Lord? Am I saying it right? Um... It's not someone else's responsibility, your purpose, your purpose. Um, now, yeah, I believe that, you know, again, like the Bible uh, tells us, you know, um, if you're not going to use your gifts and talents, X, Y, and Z, then, you know, those things can be taken from you and given to someone else, right? Those type of things are established. 
Um, but I do believe that, again, God has created each and every one of us unique. We have our own purpose and things like that. And so to cover and look at someone else's life and, and think that that should be our life or any of those things, um, to be that dog with the bone looking into the lake and wanting what the other, you know, what you see in the reflection. Um, we just got to understand that everything that everyone has is not for us. We on our own journeys, our own path, our own purpose. And like I said, that's ultimately the juice this morning. Let's let go of these expectations and start to um, focus more so on God's expectations. And like I said, I guess that's the juice, y'all. That's the juice. Now, listen, the Bible verse of today is Matthew 11 and 28. It says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, friends. Hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love. You're the little of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day. And I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow, if the Lord is will. Bye-bye. Did you know that you can support us for just 99 cents a month? That's right, friends. You can support everything that we do here at GSL for just 99 cents a month. Take a look around wherever this post is. You might see a link or maybe even a button that says support. Go there. Check out the options. Consider supporting us because, you know, we enjoy bringing you all the daily inspiration as well as the weekly talk show. But we have much, much more to come. Thank you so much for the consideration. Bye-bye.